Pastor Anton here. What's robbing us of answered prayer? Can we limit ourselves in God? What's the greatest attribute we've inherited from God? We'll answer those questions and so much more. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together, we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton LaSala. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Anton. Glad to be with you in 2024. We're just continuing to keep Jesus centered in our lives with the goal in mind. This is, this is our theme. This has been our theme from the very beginning, to hear God's voice, to move in his direction, and eventually help others do the same. We're just continuing with that. We're building ourselves up to know God's voice and to move in his direction and once we get there, we're eventually going to help others do the same. And I really, I really believe uh, our goals for 2024, we're going to see a lot of breakthroughs, miracles, healings, personally, relationally, and financially. But to do this, we need a plan of action. That plan of action ha- has to be, uh, has to include daily prayer with God. So we've been talking about developing a habit of prayer by spending a consistent time with God. Remember, doing something, including prayer for 21 days straight, will always produce a habit. And to help motivate myself so I can achieve my goals, and maybe you need to motivate yourselves to do the same, uh, I've been meditating on 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Um And it says there how Jesus came in the flesh, was justified, or or made righteous. And in turn, he made us righteous, right? When he went to the cross, seen by angels, preached to the Gentiles, believed in the world, then was received in glory. Now, I hope this motivates your passion to pray. Jesus accomplished so much for us so that we could have a better life. The Bible says in John 10, 10, that the thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I came to give you life and life that's more abundant. Folks, we're all hurting somehow. I know that, you know, there are challenges in my life already because we live in a fallen world. But Jesus has provided a way to achieve our goals if we'll take the time to talk with God in prayer. Now, for those that are pursuing God in prayer, keep it up. So proud of you. Don't allow the enemy to rob you of your answers in the pursuit of goal of your goals. But let me warn all of us that the enemy will try to throw us off our game. By putting thoughts of inadequacy, fear, not being good enough to pray. We're just too busy to pray, right? But let me help us with what we can do against these thoughts. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4-6 through 6 says this. As believers, 
we can pull down strongholds, which includes the thoughts that I just said. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We can punish those thoughts by believing that we are the righteousness of God, that we are set apart, that we carry God's wisdom, and we have his redemptive power working in our prayers. This should fuel us to pray. Why? Because we're already on the winning side of things. And we have to believe that our prayers are getting through because God loves us so much. So we're in the third week of our personal prayer time of 21 days. And to help talk about why we pray and our experiences of the 21 days of prayer, I've invited once again my wife, Shanda, to join us in studio. Shanda, welcome back to Discover Grace and Truth podcast. I'm back. Yes, you are. <laughs> so glad. You can't uh, get rid of me. <laughs> oh, so glad. So glad. Yay. That you're going to stick around. Always. <laughs> always, always. <laughs> so in our last podcast, babe, we talked about how we miss our time of prayer when we see that prayer is valuable to us. We, ex we explored so many reasons why we don't pray. But then we shifted gears and we started to talk about the reasons why we get to and want to pray. You know, and one of those reasons uh, that we want to pray or get to pray is so that we get to know God as our Father. And, you know, you've had this experience before in your in your life as well as having an example of what a loving father is, right? Yeah, I was really um, blessed to have a, a great father. And I know not everyone um, has had a, that experience of having a wonderful father, but I did. And um, my father was a very quiet man. He was a man that uh, did not want to be heard. He'd rather be in the background. He was, uh, he always said he'd like to be a wallflower who is very meek and mild mannered and, uh, but a big guy. He was 6'4 and, you know, 280 pounds, so you couldn't miss him. Um, <laughs> he could be quite intimidating if you just looked at him. Right. Right. Um, but once you got to know him, he was a big teddy bear. Mm -hmm. um, and anyone that came into our circle or into our family um, grew to know him as that teddy bear, and uh, he wouldn't hold anything back. I mean, he would give the shirt off his back once you were in the family, you were in the family, and he'd give and give and give um, to the point uh, where it would almost hurt him. <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, I think that's a great example of what Christ did for us. Mm -hmm. You know, he gave until it hurt him. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, and so I had a great example of of um, Christ in my father. He wasn't overbearing. He wasn't um, loud about his faith, uh, but he lived it. He lived his faith. He was a protector. Um, he always seemed to know. Um, he just seemed to know what to do when I needed help. I could go to him. Uh, he seemed to always have the answer that I needed. Um, 
and he could guide me and direct me. He knew when to encourage me, and he knew when I needed some uh, tough words, <laughs> uh, correction, it's you good. know. It's good. Um, I distinctly remember, you know, my, my brother and I were figure skaters, and uh, I remember we were having a challenging afternoon at the ice arena, and I, uh, we were living out of state and uh, away from our parents, and so I called my dad, and I was crying. And um, he basically told me to get my stuff together and get back out there and, and get right back at it. And uh, he didn't give in to my pity party that I wanted to have at the moment. And uh, he knew that that's what I needed at the time. And so uh, I learned. <laughs> that's really good. And that's what I needed at the time. You know, and, and folks, she said something that just hit me. You know, sometimes... We see our Heavenly Father as this big guy. And he's big. He's huge. Mm. He's just massive. But on the inside, his heart is that teddy bear. It's that love that he has for us. Yes. And he's just, just wanting to, to, he just wants us to, to succeed. Absolutely. I mean, in stature, my father was big. He was, a, as I said, 6'4", 280, sometimes 320, uh, depending on you know, time of life and what was happening. But um, as a young girl, um, I would just sit up on his lap and he would cuddle me and wow. and, and play with me. And, you know, um, I remember distinctly sitting on his lap at night and in the family room and just sharing about what was going on. And so, so Shanda, what, what do you say to the person then who doesn't really have that example like you have? You know that that didn't have that that loving dad that didn't have you know that protection mode and 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 mm-hmm. you know it's it's really special what you had with your dad. Correct. And I could see it. I mean, when when I came into the family, I, I saw the, just the love that he had towards his whole family, and it didn't matter where what what state of mind we were in, he was there ready to just jump it and help absolutely so i i would have to do the same i would say the same thing that i'm going to share with what you did you spent time with my dad you didn't have that yourself right correct growing up um you didn't have a great example as a father um a loving father a forgiving father um and so you began to spend time with my dad right you got to know my father you hung out with him. You right. talked with him. You called him on the phone. You um, came to gatherings. You uh, hung out with our family. And as you did that, you got to know who he was, how he responded to you as a person, how he was able to impart wisdom to you, and how he was able to love you just like he loved me no matter what you did, where you came from, what stage of life you were in, it all came because you initiated and you came and spent time with him. So, folks, I hope that you're putting all the pieces together here. Great role model that Dad Smith was all about. He was a great role model. But we have even a greater role model, and his name is Jehovah God. Abba, Father. 
Mm-hmm. That's who he is. He's our Abba. He's our He's our loving God who wants to just be involved in our lives and to help us through if we just spend a little time with him. He's going to show us the way. And maybe for those that are that uh, don't have that dad. I mean, I certainly didn't have that dad, but my heavenly father became my father. He taught me so much how to be a, a father, how to be a dad, how to be the person that I am today. I really had to depend on him because I didn't have the example. So I wasn't looking for a pity party. I wasn't looking for, uh, you know, uh, an excuse but I wanted just to get better in life, and I depended solely on him, and he came through for me big time. So I'm thankful. Absolutely. So another reason why we pray, and we asked this question last time, another reason why we pray is because we know we're limited in what we have, but what does God have to offer us? Yeah, you know, there are so many things that the world is throwing at us. You know, um, the world is trying to uh, pull us in so many different ways for and vying for our attention, you know, trying to distract us and um, whether it, I say, yet yeah, distract us from what our purpose is, what our goal is. And um, so... We have to um, really depend on the Lord um, and what and understand what He can bring to us because what what the world is bringing at us or throwing at us yeah is a lot of confusion. That's true. There's so much confusion out there. People are confused. Yeah. They don't know where the world is going. They don't know who to believe, um, and so. You can't trust the news on the TV. Who are you going to trust? You need to, we need to yes, have yes, yes, someone that we can go to, a source that we can depend on, and that source is the Lord. Yeah. So why why do we need to? Because we're limited, but God's not limited. Yes. He's not limited in his direction. He's not limited in his wisdom for us. He's not limited in his guidance for us. He is unlimited. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He knows the beginning from the end. He's able to guide us and direct us. And so we, once we understand this and we have all these things coming at us, we just have to step back and say, I don't know what to do, but I know somebody that does. That's really good. That's really good. Well, and that's what this is all about. You know, sometimes we have no confidence in understanding what God can provide for us and how he's unlimited in his giving. Yeah. He said, if you lack wisdom to ask him for it. Right. And he would give it. <laughs> I love this. He didn't just say that he'd give you one little kernel of wisdom. Right. Although a kernel would multiply, right? But he'll give it to you liberally and without reproach. Yes. It's good. So... I mean, if I need something from the Lord, if because I don't know what which way to go, what uh, what my children need, what my husband needs from me, 
all I need to do is take a few minutes. I know I have a direct connect with the Lord. All I have to do is talk to him. Right. And he's going to, he said, he'll not withhold anything from me. Communicate with him, give it to him. And he's going to respond. That's really good. So maybe you're looking for some confidence in this area where you, you understand that God has everything in store for us. And that's why we la- last time we talked about Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 through 22. And, uh, and this, let me just tell you, this is a prayer that we could use to gain that confidence, to really understand that we have an inheritance, that inheritance of wisdom and peace and, and everything that we need. It's in Christ Jesus, and it was given to us. Uh, 2,000 years ago. Now, let me just read this for a second. It says that God, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. There's that word. We have an inheritance. We have Everything that we need for life, it's in Christ Jesus. That inheritance is just like Shanna mentioned, wisdom. You need peace. Whatever you need, it's right there for us. And it was proven that he did, that Jesus did this for us because it says here in verse 20, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. This is the Lord now talking about Jesus, seated him, Jesus, at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. Man, folks, it's all very finished. When he went to, when Jesus went to heaven, the inheritance for those who believe in Jesus was given to us. And that's why this gives us confidence to know that we are limited in ourselves but we are unlimited when we include God in the equation. Mm-hmm. And that's what this, this, this uh, prayer does. It just it raises the, the value, the confidence, the confidence factor so that you can believe for yourself that God is for you and not against you. Mm-hmm. So what is... Another question, what is one of the greatest attributes that you've inherited from God, Chando? Well, I would have to say that um, for me, it would be his love, his acceptance, the love of God. Because when I know how much he loves me, then I'm able to love others. But until I know how much he's loved me, yeah, then it's difficult for me to love other people. So the great for me is is to know his love and and that makes me feel accepted and I know there's a lot of people that don't feel accepted. And so um but it's his love has been given to us. Yes. It's been demonstrated. Yes. He showed us with physically by Jesus going to the cross his love how how wide and how deep in the scripture that you're you want to share with us. Yeah. Um me being accepted by him no matter what I've done. Right. Whether it was in the past 
whether it was something that I did today or something that I might do tomorrow, that I'm always accepted. Yep. Because his love run deep, runs deep. That's so good. Yeah. And and that's got to be another confidence builder, folks. You know, when a confidence factor to pray to our Heavenly Father, because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. He's the one who came and loved us first. It wasn't us loving God. We came to know to love God because someone introduced us to Jesus and how loving he was towards mankind. And then when we received Jesus in our life, that love, that love that we just can't explain, came into our lives. He, Jesus, loved us first. God loved us first. So really, what you're saying then, Shanda, is the fact that if we could understand this love, and and really Paul talks about this in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 20. And again, folks, this is another prayer that you can personalize for yourself so that you can have the confidence to pray to our Heavenly Father. Because when we pray His Word, all things are going to work out. And let me just read this. It says in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 20, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Now, again, this is Paul speaking. And here's a man who was, uh, you know, he was transformed by the Holy Spirit. So, and the Holy Spirit started to reveal these things to him. And he wrote them down in on paper and he gave them to the church. He's given them to us so we can believe and receive what he says is that Christ might dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, we are, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, and the height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. I mean, I tell you what, I read that last part, and I just wanted to get to know God's love even more. You know, Lord, give me the revelations of your love towards me because I want to be filled with the fullness of God. Mm -hmm. And then verse 20 says this, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Folks, that is so good. I mean... (laughs) That last line alone, that last scripture, verse 20, yeah. it's, it's not just that he does what we ask. It says exceedingly and abundantly right. above. Right. I mean, once we know how much he's, lo- I mean, once we know how much he loves us, we're not going to be asking for silly things, right? Right. We're going to be asking for the same thing that his heart desires. That's so good. Right. Because we know his heart. We know his love. We know we're accepted. Our mission has changed from I-centric to others. Yes. Right? So, but he's going to do it, not just getting us by, but he's going to do it exceedingly, abundantly, above. Exceedingly, abundantly, above. That's so good. Exceedingly, abundantly, (laughs) above. above. Right. Right. So when I first read this scripture uh, I mean really we always hone in on verse 20 
you know, that he's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that works in us. We get excited about this. Mm-hmm. But for that to be activated, we got to back up into those other two scriptures to get to know the love of God, the love right. of Jesus. And when we get to know or have the revelation of his love towards us, that's when exceedingly abundantly right. above all we ask or think is going to work through our lives. And folks, maybe you're listening today and you're saying, I'm looking for that exceedingly abundantly. I'm looking for it. Well, it's right here in the word. The more we uh, pray these prayers, you know, you can take Ephesians chapter three, verses 17 through 20, and just personalize it. Make it your own. Make it your own so that you can see God do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can that we can ask or think another question Shanda are we smart enough to do to are we I, I I'm, let me just say it this way are we smart enough do we have the intelligence do we have the capacity to comprehend and receive what God has for us everyone subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes for more information go to discovergraceandtruth.com if you want to receive an email reminder you can sign up there as well thank you so much for listening today we hope that this episode reminded you that god loves you he's for you and he is ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to his power that works in you we love you And we'll catch you next time.